This week on the AIE Podcast. Meetup at BlizzCon. The Heirloomathon is coming. So is the Shadows of Revan. Hey, I'm going to one-up you all and say, and so is the Fall Festival. And we have Rado to talk about. Oh, redacted. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 213 of the podcast celebrating the wonderful and amazing Alia Octa Est gaming community. As you can see, um, we overthrew Zod this week and he's just not here. Down with Zod! Down with Zod, right. Um, this is McCullough. With me, as always, is my beautiful co-host, Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And that guy right over there, that's Tetsimi. Doing math. <laughs> right. And this numbers, week, number, numbers, numbers. <laughs> spreadsheets, spreadsheets, spreadsheets. Welcome to my life. <laughs> this week we have our fabulous special guest, Rado Zetto. Hey, weren't you just here? Maybe. All right. He is here to talk to us about AIE in the secret world. Welcome. So, Rado, what has been going on with you this week? Ha, ah, see, um, I changed it up. Oh. Yeah, you did. Uh,. Been chugging along through more of more episodes of Deep Space Nine because I really, really, really liked that um, series of Star Trek. Um, leveling up even further within um, Star Trek Online and revealed the who is the ultimate big bad within the um, uh, Delta Rising storyline, at least so far as it's been revealed. I mean, the Iconians are still a threat, but who's the big bad in the Delta Quadrant? And then yesterday was my nephew's big, crazy Spider-Man and construction truck-themed birthday, and as sometimes happens during family get-togethers, um, my two sisters decided, "Hey, you're you're the brother who you're the sibling with long enough hair to do something with. We're gonna do so- stuff with your hair." Do you have a perm? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a mucow knows that same that same feeling. He has the prettiest hair I've ever seen on a guy, so, yeah. Yes, yeah. and he's an annoying little sister to do all sorts of things to it. It's just I restrain myself. Yes, yeah, you I've, do. I got a lot of comments on, like, Facebook where it's, because I don't update with pictures of myself all that terribly often, but it's like, you know. Because it's redacted. Like, sort of, but it's like, you know, all these people are like, oh, you've got this long hair, and my oldest sister, who's still younger than me, is, you know, it's kind of a competition, well, not a real competition, but it's kind of the, you know, who has longer hair, even though she's stature-wise shorter, like she's like 5'2". So, like, hair proportionate to her is longer than proportionate to me, so... Eh. That's when you bust out the freaking ruler and you get right. to it. You know, to have a group before. Ted and I have had that contest, but it's not for the longest hair. For the longest time, it was for the shortest hair. <laughs> I won for now. They won't let me take a razor to my head. Yeah, but that's pretty much what I've been up to since Great. last week that I've been here. Eludra, wow. what have you been doing, my dear? Well, I've been noticing that Rado Zato has better attendance than me. <laughs> well, you know. 
It happens sometimes. Yeah, I've been sick a lot lately, but that's okay. Uh, I'm taking part in a Halloween event in uh, World of Warcraft right now. There have been five pets added since the patch, and you know me, guys. I am darn determined to get them all. Must get all the pets. That's two for the the um, the uh, lead-in event, two for the Halloween event, and Blingtron, haha, has a very low drop rate of getting next uh, expansion's Blingtron's pet. Ooh. Which is a mini Sky Sky Mm -hmm. Oh my god, he's so cute. I want to name him. Or have you you gotten him yet? No, no, I haven't gotten it yet. It's an extremely low drop rate. Of course. Well, I think all the pets from Blingtron are. So did you have to dig in the dirt for any of those pets? Because we all know how much you love uh, (laughs) in-game gardening. (laughs) No, ironically enough, none of these are digging the dirt uh, pets, and, you know, that means Blizzard's kind of dropping the ball there for me as right. it's just you what I do. And, Tess, what's been going on with you, my dear? I have been raiding. Raiding, 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 and that's about it besides running the Headless Horseman over and over and over. Trying to get the, the mount to drop, which doesn't exist, except I did see it drop for someone else, so it does exist. But um, other than that, we have been doing, we cleared what used to be Flex Siege of Orgamar, which is now normal, and blew that up and said, well, that wasn't hard. Let's go try what used to be normal Siege of Orgamar, which is now labeled Heroic, and we're in the process of blowing that up without too much trouble. And we'd go on to Mythic, except it has a hard cap of 20, and we never have 20 people. We always have 17 or 25. There's no mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no happy ground. But uh, we're having fun getting heirloom, getting all the heirlooms for people, um, although I think Medicakes is getting a little annoyed with Gary because he keeps handing her maces and says, here, have a war mace. Here, have a war mace. Here, have a war mace. She's like, okay, Gary, that's three. I'd like something other than the war mace. Yeah, what's she going to do? Like, like roll a drain eye and have the drain eye use it in their tail or something? No, I, I told her she should just juggle. You know, they're like, they're war maces. They're about the size of a bowling pin. You could just, you know, huggle, huggle, healing juggle, huggle. There you go. <laughs> Oh no my gosh, you're going to wield them like, like Zoro in One Piece, where it's one in each hand and one in the mouth. Right? There we go. Mm-hmm. I guess Torin also have tails that might... See, they just don't seem strong like the Draenei tail does, so I don't know if they can... I don't know, after the new model updates, they look good. But Yeah, but they don't look strong enough for War Mace, you know? They don't look War Mace strong. I don't know, if you've ever been slapped by a cow tail, I'm fairly certain it could hold that. You but know, oddly regardless. enough, I've never found myself in the position in this life where being slapped by a cow tail is a remote possibility. That is because you're the definition of a city girl, my dear. I've but, been yeah, by a work on that. <laughs> <laughs> but McCullough, what have you been up to? Oh my gosh, a necklace finally dropped for me. I'm so excited. And Tatsumi, you should have just taken it to the jewelry store. Jesus. <laughs> right? No, no. It wasn't one necklace. It was two necklaces. Yeah, the you know an embarrassment of riches after the entire raid content of wearing really boring jewelry, and I don't like boring jewelry. Um, 
besides that, unfortunately, right, right, um, not been gaming too much, um, because somebody may have loaned me his um, Marvel Ultimates login ID, and I may have been chain-pulling comic books the last few days. Oh, oh my gosh, are you admitting on air to illegal uh, internet usage? No, 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 actually, no, um, I got my own, and yes, I've been chain-pulling comic books. That's what I thought was really happening. Yeah, um, so, you know, I've read uh, the most recent Black Widow series, really enjoy it so far, and I'm like, you know what, I used to love reading the X-Men, let me go down that rabbit hole, and it's a really deep rabbit hole. That's what I've been doing, plus being crazy enough to level my real-life jewel crafting to try to get ready for Fantasy Fest or Fan Fest in December here for uh, Phoenix Comic Con. I rename it Fantasy Fest. I like it. As long as they buy my jewelry, I don't care. It's I don't care fest, guys. You heard yep. it here first. Buy, my, buy, buy our stuff, because uh, Nevermore and Leontine slash Ozrin and I are going to be vending again, so it'll be a good time. I have purchased your stuff. It's very nice stuff. It, it made very good gifts, and I was really thrilled to give, you know, it, it was stuff I wanted to give away. Yay! Not Wait, that came out wrong. <laughs> right, thanks. All right, so before Luther puts her foot in her mouth any further. Any further, guys. <laughs> we're going to dig into Secret World shortly, but first, let's cover this week's news. A.I.E. News. Unless you have been under a rock, you know that BlizzCon is becoming November 7th and 8th. And if you are a member of AIE and by listening to this podcast, it's a fair assumption, you know that our guild hall will be up and running at the Anaheim Hilton. If you are planning on coming, please hit us up at the meetup.com site. We really want to see all your smiling faces there and kind of get a feel for how many of you there's going to be. So if you want to be in California for BlizzCon, why not plan another meetup to Go out to lunch. I mean, heck, that's what this site's for. Coordination and fun. There's Disneyland. There's the beach. It's California. The weather's awesome. So, yeah, do it. <laughs> I'm going to be there. You are. I I'm am. Fabulous. I'm going to be there, and, and it's going to be awesome, and, yeah, fun. All right, so are you guys playing the Heroes of the Storm Alpha? I should be. Mmm, yeah, I kind of feel bad for not liking it more. Well, head on over to the forums to see who's playing, and uh, maybe even put your battle tag out there, and find people who like playing it more. I just, MOBAs aren't for me. I have come to find out if the type of person that plays them is not my favorite. And that's <laughs> the only thing that stopped you from playing all the games, my dear. There's no dirt to dig in. No dirt. And there's, what, are there pets? There's there's sparkle ponies. There's a rainbow. No, there's mounts. Oh, okay. but no pets. I I I can't believe the awesomeness of the rainbow unicorn. But yeah, right? no pets. <laughs> then there's no reason for you to play, right? Right. Besides our amazing and wonderful guildies, that is a reason to play every mm -hmm. And in other news, Blizzard has announced the upcoming deployment of the Australian World of Warcraft game servers ahead of the game's next expansion. Yes, they're physically taking the game servers that currently exist in California and they're lifting them up and they're shipping them over to Australia and putting them back down so the latency issues for the Oceanic servers 
will not be there come the next expansion. Uh, the new infrastructure will support Australia and New Zealand and should provide a significantly smoother gameplay experience for those in the region. Uh, don't worry if you currently play with an Australian player that's on a non-oceanic realm, nothing will change. Yep. Uh, just if they're on the oceanic realm, they get moved over and there's more information in the thread uh, listed. Uh, as we wrap up Miss Pandaria, AIE is keeping busy thanks to thugs. The Heirloomathon is up and running, and there's a huge event planned for November 1st at 8 to 11 server time. Remember, daylight savings time is occurring. I think Europe just changed, and I think we're going to change on the, second. on the second, so just pay attention to server time, 8 to 11 server time. Uh, we already have 130 people signed up as squires. Please make sure you sign up by the October 28th. If you have any questions, you can email thugswow at gmail.com or tweet alchemazer uh, for more details. And again, that's in the show notes. Read the show notes. Also, November 1st, Tisha Rooney and Zafiria have a, gr have a great two-ghoul for school AIE homecoming dance planned from 6 to 9.30 p.m. server. And they have some wonderful events planned, including a costume contest, homecoming king and queen, refreshments, and more. Links to those threads are listed in the show notes. And visit the forums because, guess what? That's where everything gets planned. Uh, Warlords drops on November 13th. What are your plans for that night? Ard has started a post in the forums to, to see who plans on playing till they drop. So in other words, they're going to hit the ground running and keep going until people fall asleep. Kind of like the uh, 24 hours of the My Extra Life marathon, I think. Yeah. I saw some people falling asleep on streams. Um, looking to raid war I know. Looking to raid in Warlords? There are new raid teams forming and existing ones recruiting on the team recruitment section of the forums. Again, we have forums. Use the forums. That's where all the stuff is. People pop into Officer Channel and say, when is the AIE raiding? We say, all the time. How can I find out more information? Go to the forums. Go to the forums! Go to the forums. And Shadows of Revan, an all-new all digital story driven expansion for Star Wars The Old Republic comes out December 9th and if you pre-order now through November 2nd you get all of the goodies including seven days of early access and the really great thing is the earlier you pre-order the longer you could take advantage of the 12 times yes 12 times XP buff Jeez, that's a lot of awesome XP. Holy moves. Wait, wait. Yeah, I was going to say, we needed a holy move there. That was a holy move for 12 times XP. 12 times XP. It's wow. Huge. I've created something that, that is called for. That is pretty cool. Yes, it yep. is. All right, and if you're interest in an, interested in an Empside Ops group, well, Dinesh is currently, has currently posted a thread to see if any new players or players who have alts are running are interested right now they're looking at Fridays 8 to 10 central time so again that's going to be an emp side ops group in Star Wars and emp, so group, empire right emp, yes exactly emp, empire imp I always called him imp and next on the chopping block um the Inquisition um ask a Star Wars guildy is wags and I took a wander over to the thread and yeah, they've gotten way off track, and it is getting pretty darn silly. So awesome! 
It's, it's hilarious. So and if you want to well, ask Wags a question or just join in the hijinks, head on over to the forums. The links are in the show notes. Yeah, nothing about that was discouraging at all. It was, No, it was, it was a hoot. I, I highly suggest it. Highly suggested. I love it. I love it. Okay. So speaking of things I love, the Fall Festival is up and running from October 21st to November 2nd. If you plan to spend any time in the new Haunted Borrow event, you may want to hold off buying a lot of these items as there's a chance to earn them from the special chest inside the borrow, freeing up your tokens to buy other goodies. Holy moves. That's so cool. The quests are mostly broken up into four major regions of Middle-earth. The Brie Festival Grounds, Thorin's Hall, Dillond, Dulion. No idea. Sure, I mangled it. Lotro fans, yell at me. And the Shire Party Tree. Yeah, that's right. There ain't no Shire Party like a tree party. So, everybody, head on over there. No, I think it's really cool that their uh, in-store items are, like, available for thing, you know, for drop. So, yay. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. And continuing what is shaping up to be a very busy day in AIE, Lotro, as inspired by Van Flick's hoarding problem, is holding a craft fair on November 1st because we need to have more events going on at the exact same time, AIE. And we have right? covered, no matter what game you're in, November 1st it's going to be a busy day. Mm -hmm. And I like it. Me too. So do I. Due to a variety of factors, Grimbane and the AIE officers have made the very hard decision to shut down the guild in ESO. The guild will be disbanded on November 7th. If you have things in the guild bank that are either yours or you feel you need to get them out, uh, please get them out as soon as possible. Once the deadline passes, all things still in the bank will more than likely be mailed to Grimbane, and since he's unsubbing, more than likely that means they will go poof in 30 days beyond that point. Uh, there's a forum post on that, AI stepping back from Elder Scrolls Online, that you can find in uh, the forum threads. Again, go visit the forums. Absolutely. And I think that's it. But, um, it's it's Go ahead. cool that you know that they realize that nobody has the time and there's no interest. So it shows that we really pay attention to the needs of the community. Yeah, it's it's we are not existing in a game just to add a little flair that says hey AI is in this game. We want an active vibrant, participating community, and if we feel that we can't deliver that, that it's just an empty tag holding um, what doesn't represent the AIE community, we're willing to step back and address that, and, and you know, we review all the games uh, ongoing and say, hey, I think our efforts or our energy is better spent somewhere else on this. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. And also, we always have stuff going on in, you know, we talk about the big games and the podcast, but we are in so many games, we're in so many places. Um, the Imperial Ludi section of the forum has stuff, you know, where our nomads are going, um, what we call the, you know, the, the smaller games that we have an interest in, that people are organizing themselves to say, hey, I'm in this game, why don't you come play? So... Yeah, this doesn't, by the way, guys, this doesn't shut the door on Elder Scrolls forever. It just means that right now it's not working out. 
But uh, in the future, if something happens and there's a resurgence, we can always regurp it. So, yeah, is that the technical? I guess it is the technical term. Regurp. 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 It is the official regurp technical is it. term. It is. So with that, let's go ahead and get back to Radozato and find out what is going on in the very redacted, very very paranoid and a lot of fun secret world. All right. So last time when I was on here on secret. And is he getting redacted, or am I? And that's how redacted. I saved Christmas. Yep, yep, he got redacted. Okay, that was <laughs> brilliant, because I really did check everything. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, well, a little behind the curtain, I had my hand on the mute switch and, like, started talking, flicked it over, kept rambling for a bit, then turned it back on, at the, and that's how I saved Christmas. Oh, my right. gosh. Well, you really got me going. I was going, what is going even on? So there we go. Guys, oh, I, well, that would have been I'm par for the week, today. right? So a new piece of content has come out since last um, I was on here talking about stuff uh, called The Last Pagan. This is similar to uh, Lo Love and Loathing uh, side missions where it's a mini DLC. It's pretty cheap to get. Uh, you just pay a little bit and it gives you a whole bunch of extra missions in a cer certain area. This one um, <clears throat> pretty much it adds a brand new NPC named Ricky Pagan, which anyone on the video can see the grand entrance of Ricky Pagan. Who is chosen by Amaterasu and given with the power of Gaia to preach the gospel of rock and roll. Um, <laughs> um, okay, now, just looking at him though. For you Final Fantasy fans out there who may be listening, he looks like he's the Hildebrand of the Secret World universe. And he looks like a kind of maybe sorta, because um, weird things happen around him. You know, you know, outside of what's actually happened, like you know, the whole stage pops up, and it's like there is no actual stage there. Um, but I will, I will tell you this, there will not be a half-naked man who's throwing a crab across the, the, the landscape, so we're no! all safe. No! Come on! <laughs> um, but Ricky Pagan is the, a new NPC who is introduced um, in this uh, content package, so you know he's got two missions going on, pretty much expanding a little more of some of the fallout of what's happened since the, the bomb that went off in Tokyo that was the event that was at the very, very, very beginning when you made your character and you had that mm -hmm. shift experience flashback with another character who was actually there in the scene that you do meet later on when you first enter into Kaiden. Science! Uh, yep. Um, in, in addition to that, um, uh, Inbeda, the demon that's kind of tied with and associated with the Illuminati, has a new uh, mission that he's uh, interacting, that he offers up. Pretty much it's someone's muscling in on his... Um, uh, mercenary work, and he wants to find out who exactly is doing it, because he doesn't mind sharing, but he doesn't um, mind if you know someone's trying to usurp his hold over the area. Um, on top of that, Diamond Kyoto has a new mission where it's pretty much he says, you know, the ultimate bank heist is about to to come in here. Um, you know, pretty much explaining, you know, you know. Uh, the, the reason that um, the, the ancient protozoa, you know, rose up to evolve and and have the the cells divide and so forth like that was to do the the unlikely bank heist, and that's what you're gonna do. And it's just... Wait, wait, wait. So all of human evolution is for 
A bank heist? Bank heist? For the unlikely bank heist. Not just any bank heist. It's got to be Wait, the unlikely one. So I heard that right. All of human evolution is for this unlikely base bank heist that may or may not go off. Well, not this one, but to be able to do the unlikely bank heist. And so okay, now okay. I, I, I'm following. It's just, it's just, even to my brain, that sounds crazy. Like wow. If you, if you question it, go check your science textbooks. It's right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to have to borrow some high school science textbooks from my kids and, and look into this because uh, clearly I, I need to restudy on this. Yep. So he has you do a... Um, uh, he, he pretty much has you go do this crazy bank heist where you pretty much get a hold of the arm of a broken down security drone and you get to you know sneak around this bank as you're trying to get some thing and he won't tell you what it is you're trying to get but to get past uh, some of the security things he makes you do some ridiculous stuff like you know he'll he'll call you up in the middle of the thing going stop don't move now to get past this next section you need to somersault through just you know don't question it just do it and you, you go and do it, and when you're done, he calls you back and says, all right, now look behind you. And you look back, and it's like this intricate web of laser trip wires. And it's like, there is no way I got through that. Uh, then a later part that he kind of hints at in the um, opening video is that there's a pressure plate, and it activates when it's um, when the plate um, is lifted up. So you got to moonwalk across it so that you don't lift your legs up. Your, your weight stays down on it. And it's like, really? And at one point... At least for me, I, you have to deal with a security drone and then moonwalk swiftly across a um, pressure plate so that you don't get caught. Now, if you oh, can wow. do all this without being caught by anything once, you'll unlock a better version of the moonwalk. Because currently in the game, if you if the moonwalk emote has been in there for all along, and if you do it, your character kind of does it really awkwardly. When you do, when you unlock, the, you know, when you do the achievement of doing that mission with, you know, flawlessly, you get like a better, nicer-looking moonwalk that you can do. But what if the awkwardness is part of my character RP? You still have the option for it because it is its oh. own separate tag. So it's like, you know, there's normal moonwalk is this, and it's like moonwalk. I can't remember the exact moonwalk name. plus. Yeah, but it's you know, it pretty much it's like it's extra text on top of where you differentiate. I want that version. Okay, that's. It, it almost sounds like you're dealing with uh, Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy. Give me that guy's leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, on top of that, um, Harumi and I think it's Yuichi. I have to double check. Uh, yeah, Harumi and Yuichi, who are people at the end of the current chain of the story quest. You only get to beforehand. We only got to interact with them just briefly at the end, where you you get to the top of this um, apartment complex and you meet the two, and then that's it. As is a big cliffhanger of the next part will be in issue ten, which has not been released yet. So um, we finally get some quests that um, Harumi sends you off on. Um, pretty, it's the uh, ba -ba -ba -ba, trying to remember the name of it. I might have it written down somewhere. I might not, but uh, pretty much it's on one quest. You're going out there and trying to find her um, online buddies that she's interacted with because after the event, they all kind of went silent. She's like, "Hey, I need to know where my friends are." Trouble is, they're all online buddies, so I don't exactly. I've never like met them in person. So you're going out checking on all of them so that you know, making sure they're okay for her. This is why we go to the forums and the meetup.com site well, we, right exactly. there. 
meetup.com. Or, or, we, or we meet up for Nerdtacular and things like that. Or go yeah. to Blizz, you know, BlizzCon and things like that. Right. But um, So that, that's a mission. That's one of the missions you'll do with her. Um, the other one is pretty much she is, um, as the name of the quest is, is she's the all-seeing kawaii. And pretty much she's this big-time hacker, and she's been tapping into the security cameras all across the city. Well, some of the cameras have been shutting down, and she wants to know what's going on and needs some of them restarted. So you're going out there to get those taken care of for her. I don't need um, another game to be playing right now. I, I, know. I, I, I want you to know this. This is pushing all of my shadow run loving buttons right now. I'm like, oh, I want I need more time. Yep. But um, completing this mission pack will get you a couple things aside from any of the um, the uh, the side achievements, emotes, and things like and titles and things like that. It will give you two. Um, really neat items. There is a deep mystery box, just kind of like in other free-to-play games where they have like these mystery boxes you can buy that have random stuff inside. Um, you get a free one of those for completing the mission. Uh, well, the, the mission set. And then on top of that, you'll get a item that will let you teleport back into um, Kaiden from anywhere else, similar to the Agartha um, <clears throat> uh item that's affected like your hearthstone that mm -hmm. take it back to the the hub location where the three headquarters are located um very cool let's see we had our most recent uh uh game directors uh update of what's going on and pretty much we got a little more information about what's what is and is not going to be showing up in update 10 um Pretty much the southern part of the Kaiden map will be released with it. Um, there will be the Nightmare Monsters, which in all the maps previous, there are monsters that are a bit tougher, and these tend to drop the um, some better particular drops like Signets for uh, for characters that, that are wanting to farm those up. Well, those will finally be added into the Kaiden map, so th they'll be available. Uh, there should also be a change to the um, layer mechanics, they haven't gone into what exactly that is, but the, it says that this change will happen, will both be introduced in the Tokyo layer, and it will be retroactive on a, a, applying to all previous existing layers. So I'll, I'm definitely looking forward to whatever that is, in which I'm waiting to see more information on, because layers are kind of something I, I organize quite well um, within our, our guild. Um, right. In addition, there's going to be a UI rearranging option where it's pretty much in um, um, almost all but pretty much one item of your UI can be moved around. The minimap is pretty much locked in place. It's in your upper right hand corner. Not much you can do about it. But every other piece like party bars, health bars, action bars, um, every, you know, everything else, you'll be able to unlock and move those wherever you want and then lock them in without the use of a mod. Because Currently, you'd have to use a mod in order to do those kinds of customizations. Pretty much, the you know, similar to how Blizz uh, Blizzard use you know takes like the most popular mods and integrates them into their game. Similar deal where it's like, okay, like well, people are doing this stuff anyways, you know, and they're asking for it. Might as well just you know bake it into the game. Exactly. That's awesome. I love it when. Um, um, unfortunately, with update ten, because they had been saying with that update ten is going to be the next auxiliary weapon. The trouble with that is um, there's been some delays with evidently the mechanics behind how that item works 
and that has caused a uh, a delay for um, it, you know when that's being released. So we still don't know what the auxiliary weapon is, but we know it's going to be released a little bit after issue ten instead of with issue ten. Um, <clears throat> let's see what else. Um, oh yeah, was he doing a rodeo dance there? That well, it's the uh, Gangnam style dance, right? Um, yeah. And also, for those who noticed on the video, that was actually um, Grimbane. Character. Oh my God! Really? <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was Grimbane. Uh, yeah, I thought I recognized the name. Yeah, he I was. Just, I just noticed the AI chat. He was dancing by me when I was over by Ricky Pagan earlier. So <laughs> he's kind of shadowing. So we, I kind of have a co-host, sort of. He really but, Yay! We don't count. Hey. Well, as far as someone from Secret World, from but um, yeah. uh, recently we had the Golden Weekend return and has already resolved. This was a popular event that kind of happened after the as a a bit of a resolution of a bit of a mess up with the original Guardians of Gaia event, which we also had a replay of that as um, that had occurred, but the. Um, uh, Golden Weekend has like a whole bunch of um, you get these big solid gold golems that patrol around all the different zones. You kill them to get a whole bunch of random um, prizes, costume unlocks, consumables, uh, tokens for uh, progression, and a whole bunch of neat stuff. But you know it's a great time to just grind out a whole bunch of stuff. They also do like recruitment bonuses where it's like, hey, get people. Um, recruited, you get double rewards on top of the normal rewards you get for recruiting people to play the game. Um, plus, they, since this is the second one, it seems that they have also added a new uh, gilded outfit. Last time they had like this fancy tuxedo and top hat kind of outfit, but what they said was while the event was going on that the outfit was, I think, 99% off which a lot of people thought that's a bug because the cost of it was like the price of a normal outfit in the game. Mm -hmm. Well, a bit true to their word, and I kind of find it annoying, but at the same time they are kind of sticking with the, hey, this is somewhat exclusive to the event time, is that um, the outfit is still available for you to, uh, to get, but it's at the times the 99% um, cost. So instead of like, you know, 2,000 oh, wow. Funcom points, it's now like 120 some odd. So it's like, it's, it's there, but if you wait for, since they've had a second Gilded event, we can assume there's going to be more. Mm -hmm. Pretty much if you wait for the next Gilded event, you can get it at normal price, but it's there existing in between. Wait, how much does that come out to in real money right there? Um, Are we talking about a $200 outfit? Um, no, it's not. Well, I think it is. If it's not at the discount price, I think it is close to that. But yeah. the Funcom oh. points don't exactly translate to, like, one point equals a cent. Yeah, it's, yeah, I know really, that. But, I mean, roughly. Yeah, I, I th from what, what I recall, like, it was either a 200 or it was a $100 outfit when it's not discounted. It's, I'd have to go dig it up, but, like, it was there was a big uproar when the original one came out. But on the, but on the second... Uh, Gilded weekends, they came up. They they devised a second, brand new gilded outfit. So the old one got reduced in price, but then a new one came into existence for the exact same price. So it's like, okay, here's like this punk rock, heavy metal themed gold outfit. So you could 
That's kind of brilliant. It'd make you want to play just to avoid, just to get the $100 outfit for free, you know what I'm saying? Or for cheaper. Well, yeah, for, like, normal price. Yeah. Um, let's see. But um, also the other thing that was mentioned during the um, uh, uh, blah, blah, the, the developer's uh, state of the game thing was pretty much telling, like, you know, here's what to expect coming up for the... Um, uh, Halloween event that's coming up. Now, when the original update about what was going on, um, Joel did let everyone know that, hey, the event is going to be on this particular day. On Fort... What in the world? Okay, my thing is, my thing is acting weird. I was going to show you a different video, but it's not working, so I'll have to go to another place. I don't know why, because I... The video has been Anyhow, redacted. <laughs> Video, yeah. Totally has awesome. been redacted. The video's been redacted. Just like the chat room for me. Possibly. <laughs> um, but anyhow, uh, the Halloween event was supposed to be out on the 20th, but there has been a delay. Like, anyone who's playing live right now or has been following the actual Secret World forums that the game themselves host, um, a lot of people have been going, like, where's Halloween? You know, we're the week of theoretically it should be this upcoming Tuesdays when it comes out, but here's what we do know. Um, the Cat God event, which was part of the original Halloween event that we got, the... Mm -hmm. For some people it's kind of a uh, you know, again, but it is a neat event. Me personally wish the things that were implicated in it of like, hey, these things are going to um, be brought up later would actually get brought up because they've yet to have been because you meet up with this rather mysterious person who's interacting with the cat god. Um, nothing's happened with it, but pretty much, I guess, to help keep it fresh in everyone's minds, it's com it's coming back again. Plus, you can get all the things like the um, special filth cat pets um, from that, which is really nice to have. A dirty um, cat? Ooh, it's a dirty pet. Well, well, well dirty in the sense of, like, you know, it's the, the slut, oily, blackness, filth, instead of, like, I've got dirt on me. Oh, okay, it's that's so, okay. So it's got, like, black tendrils coming off of it. Mm -hmm. um, so that event will be but, going on. But is it Blingzilla? It is not Blingzilla. Um, Blingzilla, which is the nickname of the, the gold elemental from the Golden Weekend, who's actually following behind me, you can kind of see in the video, um... That's the nickname of the gold uh, boss uh, from the Golden Weekend. But the other event uh, that will be repeated is last year's Spook Stories on, uh, on uh, Kingsmouth, where pretty much one of the quest givers in the um, Savage Coast is going to have us, uh, you know, go go pick, you know, pick up a whole bunch of um, spooky stories that people around Solomon Island know. And a lot of these stories you're going to be familiar with because there are a lot of, like, urban legends and so forth, but a lot of it, it's kind of a, a different spin or the, and here's how it really is within the secret world. Mm -hmm. And they're really good. Like, um, you'll get an in-game book so you can reread these and see all the stuff again, but the missions Ooh. are amazing to play through. Something to go check out. Again, this game is buy-to-play, so if you've bought the game, just Make sure you update during th during Halloween, and you can you know participate in the stuff because the new event is what there's going to be a new Halloween event that's added on top of the previous two. But um, what was the guy's name? Ah, uh, his last name is Screed. 
it is pa, pa, pa. I'm looking for it <laughs> Dave Screed um, for people who have rolled a Illuminati character um, he's someone that you um, interact with at the beginning he kind of leads you towards how to find the Illuminati hideout um, also, for late-game people, he's who you interact with to do the New York City raid. Well, he is your conspiracy theory aficionado extraordinaire. Well, he know, he's been picking up that him and his um, conspiracy theory buddies have been picking up these weird signals that have been playing over the air and just monitoring them. Of but course. A lot of them have been changing, and for some reason, the dead have been rising and standing in rows, listening to this weird broadcast, and they don't know why or what's going on. So, so are the worlds, man. It, it even gets to you retroactively. Possibly. But so <laughs> the new event's called The Broadcast, and they've been kind of tight-lipped on any further details aside from what I've just told you. Like, that's exactly what Joel's told us all. It's like, you know, David Screed, conspiracy, there's a crazy radio transmission and the dead are rising and hearing it. So oh we're going to be doing some stuff with that. We don't know until it gets released. Um, but um, one thing he has said is that all the all three of the Halloween events are going to be tied together with a new loot setup. So the, hopefully, I'm, I'm assuming it's something that's like nice and forgiving so that you can be participating in all three and not feel like, oh man, I've got to do the one and not the others because I've already got all the stuff. Uh, so you can I'm, I'm guessing that you can be working on all three to just get general progression on all of them to unlock everything. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But there's supposed to be some kind of new looting setup that's going on with this so that um, it's something nice uh, for everyone going on there. Um, but yeah, uh, speculation again, as I mentioned, is that the 28th is when it's going to be released, and it's going to run for the, you know, for the still intended runtime. I think it's two to three weeks, so it's going to be running a bit into November. You know, I would have totally spun this out if I were their PR as some sort of Grinch that stole the holiday kind of thing. You know? There you go. The, the, pro uh, the problem is, is that Krampus does show up in the secret world, and he's totally going to show up in December. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but I would, I would be like, he's giving us static about this, guys, so mm -hmm. we need to totally... We're fighting him here in the Dev Lounge. I mean, it would have been really hilarious. Yeah. But that's pretty much all the new information that's going on in the secret world. Why is it whenever you come on and talk about the secret world, you make me want to reinstall it? Thanks. Because it's that awesome. It really now, is. Uh, just as a reminder for a lot of people out there for you know who have not already bought the game, um, similar to Guild Wars 2, it's a buy-to-play game, so you buy the base game, you have it. Um, there is a subscription option that adds additional things, but to just keep playing and enjoying you know the base core game, you pay 30 bucks to get it, and you're in. Various sites, you know, Steam, Green Man Games, and, you know, good old games and things like that, various sites will have sales on it. So check them out, and they tend to run them for, like, $15 to get the base game, and you've got the game. You know, you, you know, just redownload the client, get patched up, and you can have access to all the core stuff. Um, there is DLC to it that unlocks additional quests, and in the case of Kaiden, which is Tokyo, there is a DLC to actually get into the map for Tokyo, but those are pretty much later end things. Like, pretty much your initial buy of the game takes care of you until you're done with the original chain of the story mission, 
until right. you need to go out into Tokyo. Once you've reached that point, then my honest recommendation is to start looking into the other DLC and supplementing with what other extra things are. Um, I know Massively did a two-part article a while ago that pretty much dissected all the DLC that was available at that time and pretty much going on, uh, you know, like, this is what you get from each one. Here's why you'd buy it depending on what kind of a gamer you are so that you know, okay, this is this is my play style. This is probably what I want to grab. So nice and informative that way. Uh, you can always just ask on our forums as well. So, you know, we'll, we'll give you our opinion and information on that. Very cool. Thanks so much. Um, and I think that's pretty much it for the show tonight. Um, while the chat room begins suggesting titles, Bravo, thank you so much for joining us and just giving us a preview and a look on what's going on to the secret world. Yeah, I'll have you know I didn't uninstall the game. It's I, there. It's on my drive. I have it on Steam. I just need to log in and do it. And it's blinking at me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, Rado, how can we find you? Um... Uh, two of the easier ways to find me is um, you can follow me on Twitter at Radozato. Uh, also, you can check out the blog that I occasionally write articles for called um, uh, AcrossTheBoardGames.net. It's a review site for uh, pretty much tabletop board gaming, but it's not limited to physical space, like digital games that behave and play similar to what you do on tabletop also gets reviewed and talked about on there as well as other information currently there is a nice series about um, the old world of darkness and the most recent segment of it talks about wraith which is one of the more interesting things that was is the most interesting setting but rather complicated to play and kind of get and world of darkness that's um white wolf Yes. Okay, cool. All right. Make sure I had my game my game titles right there. <laughs> so if you have a question or comment about the show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Accuzod, who just, I don't even know, man. I think the secret world redacted Accuzod is at Accuzod. I'm at Aludra underscore AIE. Michaela is at Cyberwave, and Tetsemi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join us in the chat room and play along on their website at theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments we received this week, including much lesser-known Shaw's, Overly Dramatic News, Ask Miss Mulgra, Buxley's Journal, Ask a Magus, Mega Minute, and This Week in AIEU. Welcome, this is Dedrin with another edition of Ask Amagus. This week's question is, what kind of curse is inflicted upon the Headless Horseman? I'll tell you a secret, he really has no curse. What happened was he turned into the crappiest lich ever. You see, a lich always needs some kind of vessel to contain its soul. 
and the headless horseman chose the worst thing he possibly could. He chose pumpkins. It's hard to put into words on just how bad of a choice that is. It's like goblins use that as test projectiles. And that's before they use other goblins as tests. Now, he may have the advantage of going Voldenome on us and having multiple vessels and splitting his soul, but it still doesn't get into the depths of how bad of a vessel he chose. Heck, he even puts weapons and other rings and such in there in which we destroy to get to them. So all in all, he's just a really, really bad lich. So we have to kill him just for that. Send your questions to Askamagus on Twitter. Thrumka, and welcome to Ask Miss Malgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, does this new armor set make me look fat? Aha! This is a trick question. I'll bet you listeners did not know that we advice givers must continuously pass special quality control tests to ensure that the advice we are giving meets the rigorous standards of the Know-It-All Association of Azeroth. Now, listen closely as I give my answer and you will see how it is done. Most importantly, this is dangerous advice giving. Do not try this at home. I am a trained professional. Ahem. In a word, no. No, your new armor set does not make you look fat. But those colors are hideous. Who dressed you? A blood elf? I am Miss Mulgra, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Trick or Buxley. Welcome to Buxley's Journal. Oh, Hallow's End. One of my favorite holidays around here. I've lost count of how much candy I've given out in this pumpkin. What the heck was that? Oh, whoa. Trick or treat. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. How, how tall are you? You must be like 12 Buxley's tall. I require an offering and homage. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> homage. <laughs> no, that's a good one. Most people say trick or treat. Here you go. Your sacrifice is acceptable. Hey, uh, you, you took the whole pumpkin. Oh, man, you're really big and tall. Yeah, go ahead and take it all. you probably use it. Be gone, insect. <laughs> Be gone. That's another good one. Hey, um... Who put that costume together for you? It's a little bit off. You got a lot of swirly fire and a big hammer and stuff, but that mask. I am Malfurion. No, Malfurion would have a green beard and antlers and not be all fiery red like that. I am Malfurion Star Rage. Fear me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm feared. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. Insect. You do not fear me. Oh, oh, sure. It's Hallow's End. I'm scared. Can't you tell? You don't seem scared. Uh, okay. I'll be brutally honest with you. That's not a great Malfurion costume. First, he's not all that scary. 
you're all fiery and swirly with the big hammer and calling people insect and you're wearing a male night elf mask. That's not going to cut it for a costume. I am in disguise. Well, yeah, everybody is. I, t- I tell you what, next time, go as someone like Ragnaros, okay? You almost had it with that costume, but you put that male night elf mask on. Anyway, that's next year. I am so disappointed. I worked so hard on this. Look, I have to go. You can have the last of my candy. You got it all. Have fun. I have to get ready for a party. I'm going to go as the scariest thing I can think of. A nerf. If you'd like to see what I'm up to every day, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. Forsaken controversy refuses to die. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. Questioning the motives of the Forsaken has been a long-standing pastime in Azeroth, and the defeat of Garrosh Hellscream has not changed that. But the publication of an open letter from Sylvanas Windrunner pressing for better treatment of her subjects in the New Horde has unleashed a firestorm of controversy. Suspicion of the undead leader, never low to begin with, has skyrocketed, with some accusing her of using her feminine wiles and dark magic to influence other Horde leaders. A letter-writing campaign has sprung up, ostensibly about corruption in governing, but many letters seem directed at the Dark Lady personally. One orc wrote, well scrawled, quote, I just want to kill things and have fun with my clan. Why should we have to listen to her and treat others better? Unquote. Vol'jin released a statement showing little patience with letters such as that, saying, quote, The Horde is strong when we work together, when we honor and respect all under our banner. We just fought a war because Garrosh did not believe that. Have we learned nothing from that? Unquote. Recently, the letters have taken a more conspiratorial turn, with a new rumor being spread that Windrunner was aware and approved of the Royal Apothecary Society's deployment of the Plague and Dragon Blight against Horde and Alliance forces. Unfortunately, it would seem the foes of the Banshee Queen will continue to plague the mailboxes of Azeroth with a multitude of letters stamped with the return address of hashtag Wrathgate. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at HuntsTheWind. Hello everyone, this is Turbo with all your news for AIEU and EVE. With the Phoebe expansion fast approaching, we're all looking forward to the new jump changes. Some of us, not quite so much, but it should bring a new breath of fresh air to the game. Also with this, one of my favorite additions is bookmarks in space. And personally, from a recon standpoint, that makes life a lot better. For all the upcoming changes, you can check the EVE online forums. But beware, there's a darkness there that some may not return from. Great Overlord Hoots has decreed, ganking equals more fun per hour. So we delivered, with a kill of a retriever and pod equaling 200 million-esque, according to Zeke Hillboard, and a Mackinac equaling 230 million-esque, as we spend more time in our mining system with CUDA, we should see a whole lot more of this coming soon. And if you've not made it to our deployment system in Naka, get there soon, because we have many more fleets getting ready to be ran for more fun per hour. That's it for this week in AIEU and EVE. You can learn more on the My Extra Life forums, and you can follow me at Turbo Addiction. And remember, citizens of New Eden, stay classy. Nerf diplomacy and buff war. And next week we'll be talking to Lank about AI, the AIE Guild Guildhall at BlizzCon. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Aludra. 
This is Tatsemi. And this has been... The AIE Podcast. <laughs>